Lunasah, or Lamas, meant the funeral games, Alu, referring to Lu, the Irish sun god. However, the funeral is not of his own, no, but the funeral games he hosts in honor of his foster mother, Talit. For that reason, the tradition Talithian craft fairs of the Talithian marriages, which last for a year and a day, are celebrated at this time. August the 1st. This day originally coincided with the first reapings of the harvest. It is known as the time when the plants of spring wither and drop their fruits or seeds for our use as well as to ensure future crops. It is the first of the three harvests as I was saying. Um, sorry there I had to have a little bit of fun. I missed you guys. So yes it is the first of three harvests that we start getting ready to prepare ourselves for the harsh cold winters. This harvest is mostly things like apples, grains, breads, and berries. And herbs and flowers, you can use all types of grains. Grapes, heather, blackberries, crab apples, and pears. Oh my! Incense, you can use aloes, rose, and sandalwood. I love me some sandalwood incense, by the way. And a gemstone, well, there's several. You can use a carnelian. All right, you also want to add some nuts, wine, honey, roasted lambs, berries, and pies, breads of all kinds. Oh my! Some herbs, you want to add the rosemary, as we were saying. We're going to use that later. Elderberry, chamomile, sunflowers, yay! Some crystals, we're going to throw in a little bit of venturine and citrine. Let's add some colors up in here. Let's get these deeper colors. Let's bring some yellow, browns, oranges, greens, golds, reds. I love these colors for the fall time, guys. I get super excited. And some things that you want to do, like for your family or just to help get yourself into the mood, you know, go outside and enjoy this weather. The sun is going to start slowly going away. It's going to start getting more beautiful out. It's not going to be so icky. Um, you're going to also do some potlucks if you're able to with some friends, you know, not too many because you don't want people freaking about the coronavirus. Ugh, don't get me started on that. Bonfires. Yes, we love the fire. We always celebrate the fire. You're going to do some scatter offerings in your gardens and fields. You can make a crown of the late summer flower colors. You can decorate it with some grains, corn on the cobs. You can visit a brewery or try out your own brewery kit. There's a little website called Man Crates. Guys, if you haven't already, visit that. You can like 
make your own beer, your own liquors, and everything. Check it out. And it's the best gifts for the man in your life, especially for that one guy that's really hard to buy for, but they love all of that manly shit. Yeah, man crates. Check it out. Lamaze, Lou, and the God of the Green. Lamaze, the Green Harvest, is also known as Lunasa. This harvest feels the presence of more than the earth spirit as the different aspects of the sun and grain all contribute their energies, but prominently it is the Celtic sun god, Lu, who rules Lamas. He inaugurated the festival to the comrade Mother Earth. The sun king's energy has caused the grain to rip and the spirit of John Barleycorn plays the sacrificial king as the grain is cut. So, the grain that you are cutting is supposed to represent John Barleycorn. He is the god of the grain. And he is the one that gets sacrificed. And when something is sacrificed, you kill it. But it's for the common good. And so when you cut this grain, you are definitely killing it. And it's the first one. So it's like they say, you rip off the band-aid in a way. It's sort of like that when you're putting these natural resources and energies and spirits into the cycle and into life. Lamas prayer. The corn king give his life for the land. We toast his sacrifice with ale in our hand and we eat the bread from the harvest made as sheaves of corn on the earth are laid. Transformation surrounds us. The harvest turned to food and drink. Now is the time to learn and to think of what we can do to grow even stronger as the somber recedes and the nights grow longer. We shall reward and bless the earth that bring our full, full abundance to birth. May our well-earned bounty reward our toil as we harvest the seed and grain from the soil. Simple ritual. Light a white, yellow, or gold candle. Meditate on the flame, focusing on both the blessings in your life and the sacrifices you need to do or should make. The other aspect of Lamas is one of sacrifice since it does mark the coming bareness of winter and the sacrifice of the harvest to sustain the village, family, or individuals. This combination of blessing and sacrifice can often easily, easily be found in our own lives. Take a bite of bread and a sip of wine. Handwrite a blessing for continued prosperity and positive abundance. Lay a snippet leaf from your garden and a few heads of wheat 
or a piece of corn husk on the blessing and tie the bundle with a piece of twine. Burn the bundle. Blow out the candle when you are finished, saying, Blessed be. But you all know me. I like to just let my candle burn out until it naturally ends. A spell of courage for your Lamas. You will need a 6-inch square orange cloth, a red ribbon, a pinch of dried thyme, a pinch of dried basil, a few black peppercorns, and a few drops of orange oil. Lay out the cloth and sprinkle your herbs onto it, saying, The strength of the bull, the daring of the boar, grant me the courage now and more. Grant me bravery in my life each day to follow my path and have my say. Tie the sash with the red ribbon and keep it near you in your bag or pocket. You can also place it underneath your pillow when you sleep. Every full moon, replace the herbs and oil. When the sash has served its purpose, untie the knot and bury it. And Lamas, bread for your tarot card reading. Lamas is a celebration of the bounties of the earth as well as the fullness of life. It is time of sacrificing, sharing of the energies you are receiving, and giving thanks for the fruits of your labor. This spread is designed to showcase what you are receiving from the earth as well as what you still need to work on. Use this advice to share the wealth and transform your life into what you want it to be. This is going to be a six card spread. And the format of your cards are going to pretty much be in a capital Y shape. One is going to start at the bottom of the Y. Two is going above it. Your three is going to branch off to the top left corner of your number two card. Number four is going to branch off to the right side of that top right hand corner. Number five is going to be at the top of the left hand corner of your three. And six is going to be at the top right hand corner of your four card. So it would look like a Y. So Number one is your first card, is where are you currently? Number two, what are the fruits of your labor? What are you harvesting this year? Number three, what needs to be cut away in order to take away the most from your harvest? Number four, what can you share in order to maximize the good fortune? Number five, what still needs to grow? What do you need to do to continue to nurture? And your last card, number six. What should you focus on transforming from the remainder of the year? All right, I went ahead and got my cards laid, spread, and flipped. My first card, number one, is where am I at currently, and I am at the Justice card. I am at Decisions and my Karma. So, with its tails intertwined, two cats look directly at you, wanting you to choose between them. 
which is right, which is wrong, the justice card implies a weight or heaviness surrounding a choice you have to make. And now is not the time to shun the concept of divine balance or karma. All of your choices affect your life and sometimes the lives of those around you, both now and in the future. So how does this relate to me? Well, if you haven't took a look at my TikTok lately, you might want to because I'm doing my own interpretations of what I am seeing that is being posted by these celebrities that are involved in all of this, um, this pedophilia and Wayfair and Epstein's Island situations. So I do have to kind of be careful of what I do put out there because it will come back at me. So moving on to number two is where are the fruits of your labor? What am I harvesting this year? And this card is no surprise to me that it is the world's. It's the wholeness, the completion. And the world is the final card in the journey of the major arcana card. It signifies the completion, harmony, and contentment. It is rare to experience this energy, as we are usually consumed by wanting, needing, and achieving. So when this card appears, contemplate for a moment the idea of being whole. Focus on the image of the card. Close your eyes and envision this radiating energy inside you. What does it feel like? Where is it located? What blocks you from feeling a sense of wholeness each and every day of your life? And how does this beautiful card represent my life? Well, I was actually having a nice drive on my way home today and I was sitting there thinking about this podcast and thinking about my purpose of this podcast Um, and I have multiple purposes of this podcast this podcast helps me practice my year and the day or my Wiccan ways Um, it also gives me the craft and it helps me hold myself accountable and actually putting my practice into motion and making it a reality and doing my studies of all of the Sabbaths and actually honoring those and you know it's all part of my journey and that's what I have been harvesting this year so this card definitely makes a lot of sense to me and where am I at and with the where am I going in my life and how it contributes. This is really a beautiful spread. I really couldn't get any better. Um, This is right on the money for me, guys. It's amazing. So the next is the, um, the number three card, and this one is what needs to be cut away in order to make, in order to take away the most from this harvest. And no surprise there, I got that son of swords. Yeah, that son of a bitch, right? That son of swords. Yeah, so (laughs) that forceful, determined woman with my bold personality. Um, I am definitely a go-getter, y'all. I definitely make things happen. I'm very ballsy. Very ballsy. 
actually. Um, within this past week, I actually wrote a email to the CEO of my company. And I was like, hey, you know, I it's really disappointing that X, Y, and Z. So I was wondering if you could X, Y, and Z and make it happen. Um, very ballsy, guys. <laughs> Who does that? <laughs> a little person here at the bottom of the food chain emailing directly at the um, CEO. Um, but yeah, and I did that. And it actually worked, guys. Um, the CEO actually addressed my concern. Not only did he change what my concern was, but he also wrote me back. And it blew my mind. And I'm like, wow, one little person made a whole difference for everyone in the company worldwide. So it's amazing. You know what I mean? Um, really, it's amazing. But yeah, I... I do have that forcefulness with me, and it can get me into trouble. But the way I see it, the worst thing that could happen is that they say no. So, why not ask? You never know. You could get what you want, you know? So, yeah. Um, again, beautiful card for me. Um, but, yeah, I do need to be very careful with some of that forcefulness um, because the son of swords is a dynamic creature the son of swords is a man of action and not of grace he pushes forward towards his goal with urgency and determination to top it off he's very well educated making him a force to be reckoned with usually he's seeking approval from the patient and just Father of Swords, who casts quite a shadow onto the sun, working with the stimulating and exhausting men can prove to be quite a challenge. Yeah, exactly what I was saying. So I need to be very careful, and I need to start cutting away some of that ballsy shit. <laughs> yeah, I really should. But, you know, I'm a very dedicated employee, and I just push forward and... It's going to move on to the next card, the number four of this Lamas Terror Spread. <laughs> so it's number four, and number four is what still needs to grow. And, oh, I'm sorry. Number four is what can you share in order to maximize the good fortune? So what can I do? And I got the seven of swords. I meant the seven of wands. <laughs> sorry seven of wands and that's that courage and that inner strength that I was just talking about <laughs> yeah it's me it's all about that justice and that karma it's all going back to number one I have to be careful with how I do everything so that's courage and an inner strength that seven of wands and that's what I need to share in order to maximize my good fortune a single wall one stands tall ablaze with light the others fall away in shadow such is the story of seven of wands you'll not find any strength or support from others only yourself it's time to be truly courageous and stand up for your beliefs you may feel overwhelmed with caution and fear 
but your internal fire will guide the way. Like I said, guys, you have to take that chance um, because you never know. I mean, it could just help everybody in the long run, you know, like my ballsy move like I did with emailing the CEO <laughs> of your job. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like... I'm like, oh, shit. I was like, did I just really do that? People with OCD, guys. That's that obsessive composer disorder that sometimes you just cannot control. You just act on it. Oh, can get you in trouble. So much trouble. All right, so number five. That is what still needs to grow. And what do I still need to nurture to keep doing that? And I got none other than that four of cups. That greed and discontent. So an outsider will look in upon your life and see a supportive relationships, pleasures, and even a bit of luxury. But you don't see it that way. Instead, there's discontent, apathy, and even greed for more. The Four of Cups warn you not to take your situations for granted or the people who supported you along the way. Look around. What are you truly longing for? So this one definitely struck a chord with me um, because during my shuffle, I sometimes when a card jumps at you, you know, and you pay attention to it and you just have to look at that card and you either read it, you read it now, you read it into your reading or whatever. I decided I was going to acknowledge that card and I was going to take a note of that card and I was just going to put it back in the shuffle. I told myself if I would see this card again, that I would know that it was a sign. But I didn't. But I still seen the card. And that card was the lovers. And it makes sense going to this card of the Four of Cups. And that's my greed and discontent. So to be honest with you guys, like, I have an amazing husband. He's really fucking fabulous. And I couldn't have asked for a better person for um, someone like me. You know, a girl who has a lot of damaged goods is what I've been told before so with that being said with my husband uh, about once a month <laughs> Aunt Flo comes to town and she just comes in here and she storms and she likes to come in here like a wrecking ball um, so she likes to fuck shit up and, and she likes to want a lot a lot and a lot of attention and time and attention <laughs> so you know in a quality time and I and I bitch at my poor husband my poor husband I'm so sorry honey but yeah and um yeah so that happened and sometimes I just got to be very careful with that um with that greed and discontent because that does play a role with that card that did flash in front of me for the lovers and that's what it's going to partake to so yes I need to work on that as I continue being a better human um, like I said guys this tarot card spread is right on point and the last card is my number six card and that is what I should focus on on transforming into the remainder of the year and I have the three of cups the three of cups is the friendship and the joy and bounty card 
The Three of Cups is a lovely card. It foresees you in the company of amazing friends, creating memories together that you'll see forever and you will hold them dear. These are not any old friends. They are people with whom you have a rare connection with. With them, you feel truly yourself. Enjoy each minute of their company. This card can also indicate an up-and-coming celebration. Love abounds. So, yeah, this card right here was something that uh, me and my two best friends from high school, uh, which would be the three of us, we all turned 35 this year, and we had to take in a trip. Well, we planned to take a trip to Vegas sometime this fall after the last one two of us are already 35 we're still waiting on the last girl to turn the 35 before we all go to um, Vegas so I actually need to get up with my girlfriend and I need to check with them because this is coming soon here in the next couple of months so yes and beautiful 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 spread all right my witches stand by for more. One of the animals for this Sabbath is a crow. So I went into my spirit guidebook for animal spirits of the crow. And it is from Kim Kranz, by the way. And um, yeah, the crow is going to be a spiritually strong, creative, and watchful. So the animal spirit of the crow has been a long symbol of magic. A crow's personality is drawn to the supernatural and has a gift for seeing the unseen, knowing the unknown. It is said that the crow holds within its mind's eye the three realities, the past, present, and future. Crow energy is potent and should only be tapped into when the mind is clear. Those with crow tendencies must balance their lives with the healthiest diet, joyfulest of friends, and study regularly. When in balance, you're psychic, strong, and clear. When out of balance, you're ungrounded and you're hypersensitive. And to bring everything into a balance again, you need to do some daily meditation practices. Be more like a crow. Be creative. Grow like a crow. All right, guys, and let me add a little few last tidbits in here for you. This is that time of year where you can start making some corn dolls out of the cob husk. Yeah! So you can make these little dollies. Um, I had actually seen some not too long ago at a little witch shop in Wilmington and they were like these little worry dolls. They're so cute and I think I want to make one um, this weekend. You can also decorate your altar with some wheat, brew you some beer, remember the man crates. You can bake some bread I want to do that. I want to bake my own bread, like, from scratch. It's a must-do. And enjoy a harvest feast. May your first harvest be abundant and fruitful. May it bring you health, 
happiness, and prosperity. All that dies shall be born again. All that falls shall rise again. Have a blessed Lamas. Which is against human trafficking, pedophilia, and cannibalism. Global action to be taken by witches, shamans, root workers, spiritualists, and every other practitioner in between. We need to come together to focus our intent, spell work, and or light a candle to banish human trafficking, pedophilia, cannibalism, cast protection and justice for the victims, save the children, which is take action the 3rd of August on the full moon. Bless be. All right, my witches, don't forget we need to be taking action this full moon and we're going to be witches uniting against human trafficking, pedos, and cannibalism. I hope you all have a wonderful, wonderful Lunasa or Lamas, however you want to call it. All right, witches, blessed be practice safe magic